Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The following is an encore presentation of Entrepreneur Effect only on WMR.FM. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. I'm Dush Ramachandran. And my guest today is Aaron McHugh, who is the author of the new book, Fire Your Boss, Discover Work You Love Without Quitting Your Job. And he's also um, a consultant uh, working with McKinsey & Company and also has his firm Work Life & Play, where it's a consulting firm that works with organizations, uh, helping them develop leaderships. Um, welcome, Aaron. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, Douche, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the book, Fire Your Boss. Uh, how, did you, how did you decide to write this book? Was this, was this a, something that had been a passion of yours for a long time? Or did you feel like there were a lot of people asking you a lot of questions, which you figured would fit nicely in a book? What was the origin of the book? Yeah, that's a great question. Where it started for me was less about a mission of writing a book and more about pattern recognition in my own life and career and working with other humans. And where it started was probably 10, 15 years ago. I was actually in a really frustrating um, moment in my career and finding myself in that frustration of there's a lot of research these days from Gallup polls about levels of disengagement by employees and I was actively one of them. They say that uh, two thirds of American workforce is disengaged. And so I was finding myself kind of on that slippery slope and really curious about what is actually this about, what's going on here. And so in a weak moment with a buddy on a bike ride, I just said, I'm gonna fire my boss. I don't know how, but I'm gonna find a way to, at this time, the way I view the world was, if I can just get this person um, to change, then everything will be fine. And I was attempting to manage the externals of my life. Um, fast forward 10, 15 years later, 
uh, I now see the world very differently. And that's the frame through which I write the book. Okay. And so um, digging a little deeper. So if we talked about disengagement in the American workforce, yes. what are some of the contributory factors? I mean, are, are these, is this because people are not disciplined? They're not um, sort of focusing in the right way, or is it because um, work environments have become less engaging and less rewarding, and therefore they've lost the attention of uh, employees? So there may be multiple reasons, but if you wouldn't mind, give us a quick rundown as to why people are disengaged. Yeah, the stats, what they say, um, I'll give you a quick bullet list. It's things like I'm not seen and I'm not heard and I'm not known is really what they boil down to. I think those are admirable. Those are valuable things for us to be caring about for to make an impact. The challenge I see and the challenge I've seen over the last 15, 20 years is that exonerates us from personal responsibility. And I think the better, more helpful question is to begin to ask more of an internal question about what is my contribution to this, to my engagement, and who owns my engagement? Is my engagement something that is dependent on others, and I'll give it to you only if you give me what I'm looking for here? Or is it something, uh, to me, it's tragic that so many people show up to their work life, which is where we spend many, many, many years with most of our attention, and we find it, that it can actually be harmful to us, even at a uh, physical level and health issues that are contributed to it. So I just found it was like an undiagnosed case of hopelessness that I found really troubling myself as a personal experience, but more at a global scale of this is just tragic that we in this time in history, so many people are actively disengaged. So my book is a, um, not a prescription. It's more of an invitation to go on an inward journey to discover what are some of those root causes fueling our workplace unrest and how can we learn to better lead and manage ourselves so that we can make our highest value contribution and so that we can be more engaged, which in turn flows into the rest of our life, relationships and every other aspect of our life. That's, that's great. Now you talk about, uh, in on the title of the book, you say, discover work you love without quitting your job. To some, that might be, you know, a, a conundrum because, you know, for many, many people, they hate the job they do. And they've just stuck in the job because they don't have an alternative. Um, they have bills to pay. They have, you know, children growing up. They have a mortgage and they have other expenses. And, you know, everybody gets to a standard of living that they're not willing to retreat from. So uh, for those people whose job content doesn't give them joy, how do you suggest that they discover the work they love without quitting their job? Yeah, that is a conundrum is a great, um, great name for that. What I advocate for and what I've experienced and work with many other um, executives on is I think so often the current experience of the work I'm doing is a shroud and throws a cast a shadow over everything that's happening. And what I find and find with many 
is that whatever workplace challenges we have, if we believe that the solution is located where the grass is greener, if we hop the fence and go somewhere else, the challenge is the contribution that we're making to our current environment where we're at, our current level of engagement, our current lack of happiness, then that is going to be carried with us. And what I advocate for in the book is what if we took a stand right now today? What if you stood up, owned your own happiness, engagement, joy, where you are today? And just for the listeners, as I'm saying this, this is not like fairy tale stuff. This is not some stuff I read in a book. You know, I was uh, personally, you know, I had personal challenges at home. I had a child pass away. I had a really difficult career um, uh, environment in which I was working. So I found myself at a real crossroads of both personally and professionally asking these deeper questions of how could I discover this happiness, this joy that would be sustainable, regardless of the circumstances I find myself in. So what I chose to do and what I advocate for and many others are doing now is that what if we take wherever we are right now, and it isn't to say you won't leave at some point, but really paying attention to what can I do about the circumstances that I have today. And you may not change the externals of who you work for or how much you get paid or the work that you're responsible for doing, but it is about developing the inner practices of becoming the kind of person who can thrive in any and all situations. So essentially, uh, if I might paraphrase what you're suggesting is that the environment, the external circumstances might not change, but you can change your perception of those circumstances. You can choose to react in a different way instead of viewing it as, um, you know, bothersome or, or, or troubling or depressing or whatever. You can choose to find something that is illuminating, something that is exciting, something that is uh, fun and enjoyable about that relationship, about that situation, and then choose to adopt that feeling. Is that, am I saying it right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure you, you have had lots of dialogue and conversation about mindsets. And looking at mindsets, they're lenses through which we view the world. Mm-hmm. And if our mindset is that um, from a victim standpoint or from a fixed mindset, the world is, is unchanging and unbending. Um, If I'm at a helplessness, I find that so many people, they approach their careers with this kind of white knuckle philosophy of I just need to, and I've worked with thousands where it's just, I just need to make it to retirement. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to call this uh, thank God it's Friday. It's, you know, it's hump day. It's, it's all these, these nomenclatures that reprogram our experience of actually what our life is like every day. And we might call our life at home different from our life at work, but it's all fundamentally the same. It's, it is our life. And so when one affects the other, I believe and have experienced, again, the upside of when we begin to take an inner journey and be, like Gandhi says, become the change that you want to see in sure. the world, all of a sudden, externally, things do begin to shift and change, but not by managing them directly. It's by managing us internally and becoming more fear, uh, freedom-based versus sure. fear-based so that we can step forward. Excellent. I love that. Uh, well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Aaron McHugh, 
who is the author of the new book, Fire Your Boss. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Aaron McHugh, who is the author of the new book, Fire Your Boss, Discover Work You Love Without Quitting Your Job. And uh, he's a career liberator, and he's uh, doing some amazing things with um, McKinsey and Company, the consulting uh, company, and also uh, has a podcast by the name of Work Life Play. And um, so I also heard, um, Aaron, that you 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 lead an experiential uh, weekend called Reboot Your Life. Um, tell us something about that. That sounds truly unique and exciting. Yeah, thanks. They're really fun. Yeah, a number of years ago, about five actually right now, my wife and I at a real low point in our life and just reflecting upon where are we now, um, many um, unforeseen difficult things had occurred. And we decided to, what if we, just like your computer when the, you know, you used to get the blue screen of death or it freezes up right. like a reboot just magically fixes things. Well, what if we could do that with our life? And we, we said it casually and like curiously, but we were like, no, but really, what if we did? And we, we, this is a many, many, many month process, but we started imagining with a, literally a blank piece of paper, a sketch pad, like what would we start drawing on it? And we've been married almost 27 years now. We have three kids, you know, lots of career stories and um, highs and lows of those. But we were like, what would a life look like that we would actually want to get out of bed for? So in a kind of a concoction of like um, minimalism and uh, just rebooting and jettisoning our old life, we sold everything we owned um, down to like wedding china and forks, um, left the home that we had, you know, suburban home, five bedrooms and all the couches and TVs that went with it and stepped away from a career for a, what I would call a reboot there, also a pause and reflection to say, what am I doing? How are we doing this? How are we engaging our life? What's our experience of it? And really beginning to map out like systematically, what would a life look like that we'd want to live into? So after we had been on a journey ourselves over many years 
And, you know, that had some low moments like bottoming out our checking account down to $1,500 and betting all of our resources on this reboot. But what we found was that all of a sudden people were across the board asking us curious questions like, how, how are you so brave? How did you do that? Um, how could I do that? And it was less about how do I sell my stuff? It was more about how could I, as you mentioned earlier in the podcast, some people find themselves down a road and they're so engaged in a story that they've worked so hard to be on, but it isn't that great. And their current experience of their life and their work and their relationships is actually is more of a yellow light than a green. And so we just started um, building out this workshop where, great, well, yeah, we'd be happy to show you. Here are some of the big questions that we asked. Here's some of the life design um, exercises that we went through ourselves and just by giving people space and reflection. So we have another one coming up in October and we tend to spend about three to four days together and more, we'll see what uh, COVID provides this year and, and more of like an intensive experiential workshop. So not a theoretical where you're actually uh, uh, just, I don't know what you'd say, like intellectualizing your life, but really engaging it and doing it in small groups and really having a chance to do that with other people. So we've had some fascinating um, you know, outcomes and people have taken big, bold moves and then you know, moved to Spain and become uh, English teachers. And then other times people are just making subtle adjustments. So it's more about asking the questions and then creating more congruence in your decisions, your behaviors, your values, your beliefs. Nice. And so are these, these are obviously in-person events. Um, they have, yeah, they have been in the past. So we'll see what, uh, what the sure, yeah. yeah. And geographically in the country, where do you do this? Is this on the East yeah. Coast, on the West Coast? Yeah, great question. We live in the mountains of Colorado. So oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a glorious um, time of year and, you know, lots of wide open spacious places for people to be thoughtful about big questions about their life. Excellent. Um, that's, I mean, I didn't realize that because I'm, I'm here in Boulder. We live in Boulder. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm just down the road from you in Colorado Springs. Okay, very good. A virtual neighbor, so to speak. Yes. Fantastic. So um, again, this uh, this reboot your life uh, experiential weekend is it just the weekend, two days, or has it typically been? Uh, you know, do you attach a couple of days on the front and the back of it? Yeah, great question. Usually, at four days, so it's usually like a Thursday through a Sunday. And as I mentioned, we're in the, the midst of uh, reimagining what might this look like in more of a virtual setting also. So historically, what we've done is four days, and that's usually arriving on a Thursday afternoon and heading home on a Sunday afternoon. And some of the intent is that people need space and distance from their daily life in order to be um, more curious and reflective. And if we found that um, by actually getting away and giving some distance from, uh, we did one of the first ones we did where people would come and then at night they'd go home and tuck in the kids. And it was real disruptive because sure. then they weren't able to fully engage. So we yeah, just, I could totally um, see that. Yeah. Cause you're like, you're asking this, like, what do I want to do with my life when you're beholden to a current life you already have? Right. And it's not about creating tension with the life that you have. It's about being curious about like, what did I intend when I first intended my life and where am I now? And cutting, kind of plotting a where am I now map, like you would say, X marks the spot. And then beginning to muse and dream and be curious about, well, where, where, it's not about where do I want to go, but if I set a new direction of my life, how can I make subtle tilts and shifts so I could live forward in a more purposeful way? Fabulous. And then, um, so the, the next, the next one's going to be, 
we don't know. It could be virtual. It could be, uh, could be in person. Uh, but do you have a time? Uh, I do, and actually, yeah. Let me let me glance at the calendar. It's over the weekend of October fourteenth. So I'll have to look oh. at the start date. Okay. So with any luck at all, potentially things would have eased by then, and you would be able to have people in person. Um, and if if um, some of our listeners are thinking this might be a really good thing to to check out, uh, how how might they do that? Yeah, all things AaronMcHugh.com is the place you'll find it. Just glancing at the dates, it looks like October fifteenth, which is a Thursday, through October eighteenth, which is a Sunday, are the okay. dates that we have right now. Yeah, and okay. it's at a ranch currently scheduled. We'll see again what uh, COVID holds, but it's a ranch outside of Winter Park is where we have it scheduled right now. Excellent. Yeah. And so to check it out, go to Aaron McHugh, that's A-A-R-O-N-M-C-H-U-G-H.com. Very right. good. And then, um, so coming back to your book, uh, Fire Your Boss, Discover Work You Love Without Quitting Your Job. Um, we just have two minutes left in this segment. Um, so presumably the book, has it been launched or is it due to be launched? Yeah, no, it came out on January 14th. Okay. And yeah, it's been, um, yeah, really what, what I notice is, and what I pay attention to is I care about real lives changing. And what I look for is if I'm hearing from real people about the disruptive um, life-giving changes that they're experiencing, that's really what I pay attention to. So for instance, I received an email um, just recently about, uh, from a wife about a guy in his um, middle 40s. He's 17 years in on a current career in an IT services industry. Um, really good at what he does, but just slowly finding himself um, running out of gas and asking the question, how could I keep going? And what would it look like? And again, starting to use some of the finger of blame saying, well, it must be this place. It must be this industry. It must be the people I work with. And she went on to say how she's observing him as he's reading my book and has a back office um, across the yard, like a back house. Mm -hmm. And he keeps coming in with his finger in the book and he hasn't finished it yet because he keeps recircling through some of these chapters. And one of the chapters is on blame. It's the question of what's wrong with the world. And G.K. Chesterton in 1918, I think, um, responded to a, a London Times article, and they asked that question, what's wrong with the world? And G.K. Chesterton came back and said, dear sirs, I am. Oh, very good. I am. And so it's beginning to like, so what I'm finding is like, these are liberating truths. I didn't come up with them. I, I, I feel like more of like I distilled uh, wisdom from experience, my own experience from others, from advice and collected us into this journey. Like, so this gentleman who's now um, working his way through his book is finding like hope. He's finding That's a amazing. new way to engage the same circumstance, the same job he had yesterday is the same job he has today, but he's showing up and beginning to ponder way. how yeah. might I engage differently. Sure. That's, that's fantastic. And I'm sure that's very gratifying to you as an author and as someone that likes to see and drive large transformations. That's fantastic. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and continue our conversation with Aaron McHugh. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. 
Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Aaron McHugh, who is the author of the new book, Fire Your Boss, Discover Work You Love Without Quitting Your Job. And he's also, uh, he's also an affiliate advisor for Aberkin, a division of McKinsey. And um, he has a fast-growing podcast called Work Life Play and leads these Reboot Your Life experiential weekends. Um, so, Aaron, the thing that strikes me is with all of these things that you're doing, it's got to keep you pretty busy. Do you, do you really, um, would, would you have the time and the ability to engage with uh, uh, any one of our listeners who might reach out? Um, would that be something you would, you would enjoy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would love to hear. I, I do have a team, thankfully. It's one of the things I've learned over the years is how to ask for help and how to surround myself with some folks that can, um, yeah, that care about what we're up to about the difference it can make in real life um, lives of people. So yeah, absolutely would love to hear from your listeners and yeah, I'd love to steer them with some resources. We've got some fun stuff, a guide that we just published on how to keep going and learning to pace yourself and how do we actually begin to move into sustainable rhythms, sustainable practices and habits. And how do you do that in a life-giving way? Um, I really believe that work-life balance is is a myth. I've never actually achieved it for very long. And so instead really believe that the way forward is to begin to look at holistically, how can we build in rhythm? How can we build in sustainable practices that enable us to have, yeah, just a life-giving way to keep going so we can go the distance. Absolutely. That makes sense. So now is the, uh, the book, uh, fire your boss, is that available wherever books are sold? It is. Yeah. Wherever books are sold. So the Amazons, Barnes and Nobles, 
and later this summer, the audiobook will be out as well. Fantastic. And um, for people who might want to engage with you, who might want to uh, reach out and connect, uh, would AaronMcHugh.com be the best best place to go? It is, yeah. Everything is there. So I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what some of the challenges are you're facing and love to steer you in the direction of some great resources for you. That's, that's amazing. And we just have a couple of minutes left in this uh, last segment. Um, so with, with all of this that you've experienced, what are you most excited about for the future? Wow, that's a great question. I'm in the, I'm at a interesting moment right now where I have lots of new opportunity. And I think what I'm paying most attention to is where can I have the highest impact versus, for instance, you know, where can I make the most amount of money? That used to be something that motivated me more. It's not that I don't care or don't need, uh, I'm not uh, independently wealthy. That's still, um, I still need resources to live. But what I'm really interested in is where are the areas where I can maximize the impact of helping other people become free? So I'm really paying attention to where are the greatest needs and what might that look like? I've got some opportunities even in Europe to do some work. And so I'm even paying attention to what's their engagement level of their employees there um, versus here. So yeah, I'm just, I'm, I think I'm very curious. Personally, I'm doing, I've been running. Um, I've been a lifelong runner, but I've been doing a streak. And I think I'm 73 days in a row of running right now. So I'm going to keep that going for as, yeah, for the foreseeable future. Wonderful. That's that sounds great, and uh, certainly I would I would encourage our listeners to reach out and connect with Aaron at uh, AaronMcHugh.com. Aaron, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure having you. Yeah, douche. Thank you so much. So great. Yeah. Well, stay well, and uh, if you have uh, an update, if you uh, write another book or you have anything more exciting, uh, something else that comes along, please feel free to let us know and come back and tell us about it. Wonderful. I love the invitation. Thanks so much. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.